Hey everyone, my name is Christopher Granison and welcome to Jamil, or also known as Just a Man in Love. My goal for the show is to give back to the community and let everyone know that healing starts with self-love and knowing your worth. I'll have guest appearances from different individuals throughout this show. Remember to always love yourself to create a life that's worth loving in your own image. And remember to keep God first in your journey and always trust God. Hey everyone, how you guys doing? Welcome back to Jamil. For those who don't know, my name is Chris, and today's topic of the episode is mental health and athletes. Today we're going to dive into what it means to be an athlete and how mental health can affect us and how we perform. So today's episode, I have a special guest, Davion Blackman. He's my teammate, and I'm going to introduce himself too. So, so how y'all doing? It's, it's Davion. Um, yeah, I'm an athlete at Madonna. I run track. I've been running track for a couple years now. Um, yeah, I'm from the Chicago area. This is my last year in college. My major business administration. I'm trying to, you know, trying to build some generational wealth for my family and everything. So it's a little bit about me. Definitely. So, as you guys know, he said he runs track, we're on the same track team. And I just want to know, when it comes to track, do you have any things you've dealt with when it comes to mental health for yourself? Like, and how have you dealt with that also? So, I feel like mental health comes like, like it comes in all shapes and forms. You know, it can come from on the track, it can come from like off the track, it can come from you know, school, you know, it's like, it's been plenty of times where mental health popped up for myself, you know, uh, because of track. I know one situation, I'd say like, what was that, like, my first year here, um, mm-hmm. I had a situation where like, I had to pass all my classes, like I had to, and if I didn't, I was going to be, you know, ineligible, right, right. and I had transferred, so how would it look, you know, me mm-hmm. transferring to a school and I'm ineligible because of my grades. So, you know, through that whole time period, man, I was crying every day. I was, you know, I was depressed. I was in my room. I wasn't going outside, you know, because any given moment, you know, I, it could be all over. So, you know, you know, during that whole time period of my first semester at Madonna, man, I, <laughs> a lot of people didn't know it, but I was stressed out, man. I was depressed. And I'm just, my mental health just wasn't good, you know. I. So would you say... On the outside, you was looking, you was cool and everything, yeah. but on the inside, like, you was fighting internal battles. Yeah, so, like, that's the type of person I am. I will always, you know, try to, you know, be a, like, a, I want to, I want to make sure somebody else is good before me. You know, I don't, if I'm looking sad, I don't somebody else will feel sad. So, I know if I'm looking happy, you know, at least somebody can approach me in a happy way, or I can approach somebody else in a happy way. I don't ever want to give my energy off to somebody, my bad energy off to somebody. So... So I, I will always, you know, look happy when things are not going well, like, in my life. I feel that's how I am. It's like, I'll prioritize other people's feelings before mine, but now it's like, I got to do that for myself, too. I got to prioritize how I feel, yeah. because yeah. at the end of the day, not everyone's going to see how you feel or ask how you feel, so yeah. you got to do it for yourself. I feel you. I feel you. 
So as an athlete right now, currently, how's your mental health? Currently, um, it's been it's been kind of in like autopilot, like if that makes sense. Like okay. So I was coming from like a really I had a really rough like summer. Right, I just had a really rough summer mm-hmm. mentally, and you know it kind of set me back a little bit. I came into fall training. Not exactly where I want to be, you know. It wasn't, you know, where I what I expected. I did work hard though. I did, you know, give one hundred percent, ten percent effort. But at the same time, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't how I expected it to go. And also, I wasn't really performing the best out of the group because we had got some new training partners and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was outperforming me in practice. It was probably my first time ever, you know, in my college. You know, my college experience, me getting out performing practice. Right. You know, and that can either scare somebody or that can, you know, either build somebody up. You know? Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm running from the situation. It's just, you know, I, you know, it's me experiencing this for the first time. Right. So, you know, I'm not where I want to be mentally on the track. So it's causing my brain, you know, to to not really know what to do, you know, how to do it, how to get better. You know, I'm kind of confused a little bit. But right now, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, Keep control, you know, keep that fire in me at the same time, you know, build confidence, even though when I'm not performing the best in practice. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a little bit where I'm at. Yeah. So do you have any healthy habits to maintain a better attitude and a positive mindset? Yeah. So, uh, you know, first and foremost, just always you have to give great, got to give credit to God. You know, you always got to keep, keep God first in your life. You know, I nice. feel like. You know, I'll check in, you know, God every day, you know, even with littlest things. Um, I ask, you know, for, for strength, I ask for guidance, I ask for peace, I ask for joy. You know, I read verses every day, read, you know, read my Bible app every day. Um, but I would say, you know, you know, staying prayed up, you know, reading read my scriptures. I have a scripture every month that I read, so I write it down on my calendar, right? And I, it's right now, my scripture right now is Jeremiah 29 11. With it, with his um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. So I read that every day. You know, you know, you know, I read it every day, and it really helps me mentally because, you know, I might not be feeling the best one morning, but right. I know God has plans for me, and His plans to prosper. You feel me? So, no, definitely. I keep that in the back of my head every day. Definitely, I know. Like last season. <clears throat> I would always, uh, for scripture-wise, mm-hmm. I would always refer back to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. And basically... Uh, 320? Uh, chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. Oh, so, 1 through 8. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, So, like, a quick summary of talking about seasons. Like, there's a okay. season for everything. Yeah. And basically, I took that scripture and set it in my head all the time. Yeah. Before each meet, before I race, you know, before I go to the race and everything. Because for me personally, I have um, race anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. or performance anxiety. Anxiety. So I'll get nervous before a race, and I'll have racing thoughts in my head to the point where, like, I gotta calm down. Yeah. So for me, what helps is just doing affirmations. Affirmations, okay. I didn't discover that until my girlfriend, she actually told me, like, let's do some affirmations for your race, so she'll call me. She'll say, like, 
you can do this. Well, she trying to repeat after me and say, like, we can do this. I'm ready for this. I'm prepared for this. You know, God's got me. And that's really helped me out, too. So I feel like athletes do need, um, they do need God, though, you know. Yeah. Because God, he's the one who controls. Yeah. He controls, like, the outcomes of all things. But at the same time, we need him in our lives. Yeah. As well. That's me, though. So, I also ask people, by the ask, like, athlete, because I've done this before, but have you been to a sports psychologist? It's more like a therapist, but for sports. So I, I've never, I haven't, I, I've been to a psychologist, but I've never been to a, you know, a psychologist, okay. you know, that focuses on sports, you know, I, I kind of want to, you know, at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like, I have a lot of friends who, like, who's in the, like, trying to be sports agents and sports yeah. psychologists and stuff like that. So, like, I know, like, you know, it's, like, athletes have mental health, too. You know, athletes Definitely. need to, like, really, like, really speak about this. You know, you know a lot of us? You, yeah, You've yeah. seen something special. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I talk about like, sports psychologists. Yeah. And, like, and I, I be thinking, like, you know, that, you know, it's a lot of stuff that goes into sports, like, you know, by the way you feel about yourself, what you think, you know, your habits. A lot of your ha- bad habits come from, you know, the way that you feel about yourself. Right. I know, like, for me personally, like, I, like, if I'm not feeling good, I'm going to probably be like, all right, I'm probably going to eat something, you know? That's mm-hmm. the bad habits that I built from me being younger and stuff like that. Right. But, you know, if I eat too much or if I eat too late, I can gain weight or I can, you know, get out of shape and stuff like that. Okay. And so, yeah, it's just, like, little stuff like that. I would love to talk to a sports psychologist about, you know, you know, it's... It's just it, it just takes a lot for an athlete to be you know the best they could possibly be. Yeah. And I feel like their mental health plays probably ninety percent of everything. You know, Definitely. the ten percent is probably talent. You know, I I even say eighty percent is probably you know mental health. Ten percent is talent. Ten percent is work ethic. You know? So yeah. So when I went to a sports psychologist, I feel like that was like the best thing that done for me as an athlete because, well, right by one they're thinking. All right, so how's he gonna make me a better athlete? You know, is he gonna try to have me? Well, try to give me things to focus on, performance wise. Yeah. But I had it all wrong. In reality, what he did, um, he asked about my daily life. You know, what I do outside of athlete, outside of being an athlete, and it made me wonder, like, okay, what's this guy do with um? Yeah. Sports. And actually asking how I'm feeling every day, every time I went to that um, session, and then he talked about stuck points, like what things could be affecting my life. Yeah. And I didn't think, in that moment, I didn't think that it would actually um, be important, but in reality, it is important because certain things in our lives can affect how we perform in our sport without us even knowing about it. Yeah. It could be relationship-wise, friends, yeah, um, how we deal with family, loss. You know, it can be everything. And that stress we put in our minds can also affect the way we perform as athletes as well. So I'll say personally, um, like last season I lost my whole training group. Like, they all just quit. So me personally, that... Well, it hurt me in a negative way, but also mentally, too. Yeah. So mentally, it's like, I lost confidence, and I felt like I can't do this without them. Yeah. So, 
I was always hard on myself after a race, and I took the fun and joy out of it to yeah. the point where I just felt like I couldn't perform good. And I could tell that from my performance as well, like my times were getting slower and everything. And it took me a long time to actually PR and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely feel like our surroundings, what we do in our lives, can affect how we perform. Right. And like I said, as us as individuals, we go to therapy on a regular basis when it comes to things in our daily lives. Athletes definitely need to go to the sports psychologist if, if they want to feel better, perform better, though. Mm-hmm. No, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, you know, like, you, know, you made a really good point about, like, how, like, you know, stuff in your everyday life that you need to know about can really affect you. You know, that can be from relationships, that can be from, you know, your performances in class, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can go to anything. I know a really big thing for me was, like, my car, man. My car is messing up every week, bro. <laughs> I, like, man. literally, every week was a problem. And, like, I know, like, I, I remember whenever my car was, like, messed up, I would be, like, in an awful mood. Like, I would wake up every day, you know, just, you know, not feeling good. But when I finally got it, like, fixed or something like that, yeah. for the couple of days, it was fixed. Right, right, right. right. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'd be feeling good. I'd be feeling confident. And I performed good in practice. Right. So, you know, that's, like, you know, something, you know, like, how you just mentioned, like, something in your everyday life can, like, subconsciously, you know, mess up your days. Definitely. And, like, I'm a... It was funny coming to tell a story. Come around at one point, and I'm all about being open. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was not last season, but the season before, before I was in a relationship. Um, at one point, because me personally, I don't really mix relationships with my sports because yeah. I keep my my personal life different, separate from my athlete life. But at that point, I didn't do it. I didn't really have that proper balance. Yeah. So it was kind of like. This one girl, she was in my head, and things didn't end right. To the point, of, like I was worn up by myself. I was just wasn't talking to yeah, practice. Yeah. I was down, you know. And that's one way, like that's an example of how my mental health wasn't at its like highest. I was at low. And yeah, that's, that man, that shows you like how like mental health really does have like a, a really big impact on like your your performance, bro. Cause like. That negative energy can really bring you down subconsciously. You know, when you're in the blocks, you might be thinking like, "Man, I'm not, I'm not confident right or I'm yeah. like, "Man, like, if I don't get out, he might beat me." Exactly. You know, if I'm coming from you know a, a, a confident, you know, a confident day or whatever, or you know, things are going right in my life, I might be feeling good in the blocks. Like, man, they, they can't mess with me. You know, exactly. I'm a champ. You know, I'm a, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, your confidence is it comes from a lot of a lot of different places. And confidence goes a long, a long way. Uh, I didn't even really thought about that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, like, there was even times in my races, like, I'd tell myself, well, it's the day before race. I'd tell myself, okay, I can do this. Yeah. The next day, I got first. Didn't run a good time, but I still got first. And it showed, that goes to show, like, you can do anything. So, what was going through your mind that day you had? What was it, 600? Or, I remember you had PR one day. Which one? And easily ran 53, yeah. or was it the 600? I forgot what day either last. Oh, was that Oakland? Or yeah. You, I think oh, it was Oakland. yeah. What was going through your head that day? Honestly, it was going through my head. Like I just woke up, talked to God, okay. and I just kept telling myself, like, okay, I can do this. Like I trained for this. 
but also when I got on the bus, I just listened to like my favorite type of music, my favorite yeah. artists and everything. And then warming up, I felt good. I was just in good spirits, you know. I was saw some of my friends at the meet, good spirits. And then when I got on the blocks, so one thing I do for myself when I get in the blocks, I just like I just have an off switch too. Off switch. Yeah, I have like an off switch of the world. So it's like I close my eyes. And then everything turns off. I don't see anybody okay. like in my in the lanes. I just see myself in the track, and then I just knew and I felt that okay, I can do this. Just kept telling myself I can do this. God didn't give me this gift for no reason. Right. So that day I just went out there and just did my thing. And like I said, that confidence is key. Confidence is like. Something we all need as athletes as well. Yeah, you know what's so crazy that you mentioned like how you listened to your favorite music mm-hmm. on that day. You know, so my favorite, my favorite artist. Well, my favorite artist I like to listen to. Well, I used to like this. I should say this before. Uh, my races were like NBA YoungBoy, oh, okay. Dirk, or something like that. Yeah. You know, some some aggressive violence. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I noticed like. I mess up every time I listen to that because I have a, I have a playlist that says feeling violent and it's nothing but NBA young yeah. boy Lil Durk G Herbo it's nothing but that in there yeah. and like so look so I'm gonna tell you so the day I PR my 100 PRs 10, okay. 10 to 6 so me and my ex-girlfriend we had just I don't know if we broke up we was going to a fight that day bro like yeah. craziest fight so I listen to music I listen to to calm me down right. you know stuff like that so I don't be mad and, you know, the songs I was listening to, you know, really got me to a state to where I was like, I wasn't nervous for the race. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about anything that was going on. I was just, you know, I was in a calm mental, mental spot. Yeah. And I ended up running my PR right after I listened to that. So, I, you know, I, the next race, I listened to the same song, well, not, <laughs> the same type of music, you know, the yeah. same flow. For sure. And it, you know, I PR'd again in the 200. So I'm like, all right, I see like when I'm too hyped, you know, you know too energized. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really do too good, but when I'm you know in the middle, you know I'm not too sad. Like my calm and balance. Yeah, you see what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, for sure, definitely. So that like music really helped my mental spot a lot. Definitely. So I read I was also reading this article from the British Journal of Sports Medicine, and mm-hmm. it said that um, around twenty five percent of collegiate athletes show signs of depression, but not surprising that thirty three percent of collegiate athletes eventually quit participating in a in their respective sport. So, reading that, I found that crazy because, I mean, it's good having the athleticism, you know, yeah. being able to run track, play basketball, like, yeah. do your thing. But, if your mind's not 100%, then that plays a factor. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you can be, you can have a cool car and everything, like, outside the car is good interior, but, like, the engine's not right. There's no point you can't even yeah. drive it. It's like, like, imagine LeBron. Like, he just quit all because, oh, yeah. like, he had a whole bad season, you know? That can go, like, a long way, too. No, I feel you. Um, I've, I've seen that, you know, like, on the track. I've seen that, mm-hmm. you know, no allows, you know, even... I, I know I keep bringing him no allows. Like, nah, he's, he, he, he a beast, man. He's, he's somebody, <laughs> like, like, I'm looking to, like, like you know, yeah. like, you want to be like one day, like, all right, let me see what he's doing. But he's, he also said that, you know, back in 2020, you know, he was, in, he, was he made the Olympic final. Right. And he was the fastest man in the world that year. 
but at the same time, you know, he said his mental spot just wasn't there. His intellect was checking in, but he was, you know, he was he was looking good during the year, but we couldn't tell. You know, like he said that, like, like he really shut down, like he wasn't really happy that year and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, he good, he good, yeah. <laughs> he good. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> and he, he wasn't really happy, so like, yeah. But and also, I got a friend, mm-hmm. like, you know, he got a cool car. You know, he get all the girls. You know, he, he. He just, he missed his move, you would never tell by looking at him. You know, he, he caught popular on, um, on social media, mm-hmm. but like, you know, he, inside, you know, stuff, stuff was going wrong with him, so right. like, you, you don't know. So like, a lot of stuff, you might see him sad sometimes, or you might wonder why he posted something, it's just something that's, he's, he's going through, that you yeah. may never like, really thought that he would go through something like that. Definitely. So yeah, it's crazy that you missing that, yeah. So, in your life, as an athlete, then, well, student and athlete overall, student athlete. Yeah. So, where do you find that balance? Like, I'm a, like, I know you have school, um, track. I don't know, do you drive also? I mean, I, I mean, do you, uh, <laughs> do you work also? Like, yeah, I work for um, a government company. Okay, so where do you find the balance between everything in your life? Um, man. Balance, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's a lot going on, and I feel like I'm at a point in my life where it's just, man, everything's expected out of you, and you gotta, you gotta know how to do this, you gotta know how to do that, and yeah. you know, graduation's coming up so fast. You know, man, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> man, I, yeah, so you know, you know, yeah, definitely. You know, it's, I can really just say, I just try to pray every day, man. I, that's right. the only thing I can really do because. I say, yeah, the word, the word keep you balanced, man. Just, you know, stand, staying, you know, close to God. I know every time that I'm, you know, far from him, you know, the word is, when, whenever I'm not in the word, you know, my life is in chaos. Mm-hmm. And now I can see my life has a little bit of chaos, but I'm able to control it, you know, right. because I'm keeping the word near me. You know, it's, you know, it's hard trying to do everything on my own. It's hard trying to, you know, do it all at the same time. And, you know, but... I feel like once you know how to live it, you know, how to live your life, you know, when you know if you have a certain goal that you have, you know, it's you know, anything can happen in your life. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the worst thing can happen. But if you're so dedicated, you know, you will not you won't let anything get in your way. You won't right. stop until you're probably dead, you know. So I just feel like, you know, it doesn't matter, really matter what goes on in my life. Right. I know my I know my goals, which is, you know, to help my family, you know, mm-hmm. it's Nothing can stop me from getting to that goal. So to stay balanced, you know, I just always think about I keep the word first and I stay stay focused on my goals. I feel it. So when do you so is there a thing in your life happening, when do you find the time to take a break from just from everything, you know, take a break and just let your mind just rest. So when do you find that time to do that? You know it's so crazy. So I thought you know, I thought going home was my break, you know, mm-hmm. like I thought, you know, just getting out of Michigan, you know, getting away from everything yeah. was my break, but it really wasn't, you know, it, you know, because when I went home, you know, the stress of me, you know, having to do everything for my family, having to, you know, I'm, they look at me as this golden child, so, you know, they put more stress on me every time I'm home because right. they're counting on me, you know, I can't mess Definitely. up. Yeah. So, 
what's so crazy is the drive home is my break. You know, the yeah. drive home and the drive back. Like, the drive itself, like the four hours that it takes me to get home, That's all I do is just listen to music yeah. and just breathe, you know, and just, you know, stare at the road. People always ask me, why do I like driving at night? I'm like, because you, you can just vibe, you feel me? You know, it's, yeah. it's not like really too much going on. There's not too many cars out. You don't have road rage. You know, you just chilling. But my time to break is every time I drive home. But like, okay. not when I get home. Because when I get home, you know, I'm stressed out again. But, right. you know, that, you know, four-hour gap, you know, that four-hour gap just can, from point A to point B, listen to music, you know, freeing my mind from everything that's going on, forgetting mm-hmm. about everything. Because right. when you don't even drive, you sometimes, you know, you forget you're driving. You know? <laughs> yeah, you got that. Um, yeah, you're just in a different mindset. Like, yeah, just exactly. relaxed. You're not worried about anything. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. I guess that's really my only time that I have. So I wish. I wish it was actually longer. I wish the drive was actually longer, man. I'm telling you, I be. <laughs> I be kind of mad to drive over sometimes, man. Yeah. But yeah. I feel that. What would you say yours is? I mean, personally, for me, it's when I get a break or. How I take a break, man, is to, I'm the same as you when I go see my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, still in Cincinnati. Like I said, that drive is like, it's relaxing. It's relaxing. Yeah, it is, bro. But also, it's like, <laughs> when I'm in Cincinnati and I see her. Yeah. She gives me that break, you know. She I'm gives me that good. comfort. I'm you know, sure. I get that, um, I get that break, you know. She makes sure I eat good. Like she, <laughs> she takes her, yeah, she cooks. I oh, cook. Man. You know, <laughs> takes care of me. You know, like that. That's my break. Like, I can just relax. Also, I had to learn from her too that I do need a break. You know, all my life I just been going hard yeah, at everything, yeah. like trying to yeah. go hard at school, track, yeah. um, things in my life. You know, because, and I think everyone can relate to this, but at the end of the day, I want to set myself up to the point where I had to keep grinding that's hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, the word grind means to wear down. So in the day like we keep going hard and we're gonna be wearing ourselves down. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get to the point where like I'm worn down to the point I'll have time to just enjoy life. Well yeah. that's the main thing. We all have to enjoy life. And my girlfriend, she stresses that about me about me. I need to enjoy life. Yeah. Like just chill out, enjoy life. And I'm wanting to do that too. You know, it, it's it's not an easy task for me. I don't know how to relax half the time. I'm well, always doing the same way, bro. I'm the same way. I don't know how to relax, man. I don't know how to just just free my mind and just take my mind off stuff, man. I mean, it's, I feel like that's a, a good good and bad thing to have. You know, you get, I feel like that just shows how ambitious you are about stuff. You know, that just shows how determined you are sometimes. Yeah. You know, it just shows that you really care. Man, you really have feelings towards something, you know, and I feel like it's a bad thing because you know you never get that break, man. You never, mm-hmm. you never get that, that just that point just to relax, you know. And I feel, you. but I'm glad you know you and your girl, you know. I'm glad she don't stress you out, man. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she's not one of the reasons why you know yeah. you might be go- going crazy. I just say like my main stressors, like I said, like just my performance. Um, Your performance, performance yeah. on my track, uh, school, because so as for me, I'm kind of taking a semester off at school, coming back. Now I got these thoughts in my head saying, All right, I gotta do good in my classes so yeah. I can get this degree and yeah. be done, yeah, you see and then maybe come back and yeah. get some, do grad school. It's just 
all these factors in my head I got to think about. So my mind's just like running. So now it's just like, for me personally, what I do to ease myself. Yeah. Because I do have anxiety. And yeah. I've learned how to really control that. It's just, I mean, simple as breathing. But also, um, I like to write too. That's right. Yeah, just write down how I feel or I go work out to just um, decompress, you know. So, I, I want to like, just talk about like how, so I tried writing. Okay. Um, I tried because at first I didn't like to write. I feel like it was, it just made me kind of cringe every time I went back and read, yeah, yeah. read something I wrote down. But for the whole month of November, I tried like, you know, wait. So the first thing I did when I woke up was write what I dreamed about, write how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I go to bed, you know, just write down like mm-hmm. how was my day, how was my, my feelings also as well. And just to like go back and see. But like I don't know, like, did you feel like that writing helps your overall mood? Um, it does, cause I'm taking a load off. Um taking this weight on my shoulders. And or another method I do too, I record myself. Record it. Okay. So like I go on my phone, talk to my phone, how I'm feeling. And when I'm done, <coughs> delete it. Delete it? Just delete it. Because everything I'm bringing out, that does not need to be back in my life. Damn, again. yeah. Damn, that's okay. I like that. I like and, that. I like that. Um, and that's how I protect my energy and my peace. Because I don't want things that are affecting me negatively to come back. So that's how I learned. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think that um, as a mental health point of view, we even as athletes like write down how you feel about your performance or just talk about it. My performance? Yeah, like talk about that. Um, I know there's a few times at one point. I think it's when you first got here, like during the season, things weren't going my way indoor. Yeah. I'll be like pissed off, mad at myself, you know. And to the point where like I'll be a little depressed about it for a couple of days, go yeah. to practice. So. I had to really write about that stuff, you know, talk yeah. about how I feel, how that race made me feel, how I was feeling during a race. But also understand that that's just one race, man. Like, one race is not going to define me as a person, as an athlete, my whole life. Like, we're, there's so many things going on in the world right now. Like, there's wars. Um, there's, like, everything. There's a lot of things going on in the world. We can't let one bad moment in our life yeah. determine how we are as a person, athlete, you name it. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you just gotta. We gotta look within and just take out that bad energy, and just make it disappear. You know, that's what we gotta do as yeah. athletes. Man. One thing I wanted to try to start doing, I try to start doing again, is probably meditating. I know last year meditating is good. Yes, yeah. I like meditating. Man, yeah. I know last year first semester, mm-hmm. I was I was meditating. When really I would say, like right after we came back break, okay. came back from break, I started meditating like real heavy, mm-hmm. and you know my my peace was was kind of there. Like you know yeah. I was I was able to like you know just release, and I felt good afterwards. You yeah. know. I had a single note, like I had my own room, so I was in the Yeah, so it's good, ain't our room. Exactly. So I, I really do it now, so I got a roommate. But like, mm. like that, man, when I had my own room, I used to meditate every day, bro. It used to help. And um, I, I really want to start doing it again, but I just do it in the day, get, get away from me a lot of times. But 
So what I do personally, and this also is like with my prayer life, also as a believer, yeah. I um I meditate in the word. You know, I just okay. But how I do it, I will go in my closet, sit down in my closet, leave my phone and everything outside the closet, just talk to God. You know, just so I can hear Him, release everything, release all so, feeling. Yeah. When you say meditate in the word, like what do you what do you like? like just take me through like. You say you have to meditate in the word. What are you about so, to? how I meditate in the word, and a lot of people do this differently. I start by praying. Okay. You know, praying, giving thanks to God, telling God everything that's on my mind. Because at the end of the day, and I learned this in, I learned this at church too, God wants us to come to Him. Yeah. You know, He just wants us to hold things in. Like, yeah. we should be coming to God with everything, mm-hmm. whether it be. Or happy, sad, giving thanks, or like even mad at God. Yeah. Just go talk to God, you know, because He's going to give us that comfort and that love. For sure. You know, He's going to clear our minds and He's the answer for all our, for everything yeah. that we go through that, in life. I 100% agree with you, man. Like, like man. Uh, or you can just go for a walk, too. Like, walk, yeah. just go at those. So, back when my grandma was alive, I'd always go walking with her. And I was still like, while we'd always walk in our house. But then, looking at that now as I got older, is that's a relaxing way to just meditate, to just focus on nature, mm-hmm. like, not worry about anything else that's happening in the world, you know? So, going on walks, like meditating, that's, that's a good yeah. thing to do, just vibe out. Dang. Definitely, man. No, I used to go on walks. I used to go on walks all the time, and I used to call to walk now. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, the summertime, so. I used to just go outside and just walk around. Yeah. Just look around, you know, just you know, it just just chill. But man, it's too cold. I might walk on the treadmill or something. But I feel that. So, when it comes to you being an athlete, yeah. Um, at what point in your athletic career have you been your lowest and your highest? Like at the same time, or are you talking about like just a point when I was at my lowest? Oh, um, yeah, just a point when you've been your lowest, if you any time, and then your okay. highest any time. Like, when did you feel like I don't know if I keep doing this, or it's like do that one, and then also a point in time where you felt like I'm a man, like I'm going crazy right yeah. now, you know. Uh, I would say, I feel like you're not a great athlete if you don't have those times at all. Like, if you don't have those times at all, you know, you're not a great athlete. Um, so, like, it's really hard. It's, I have a lot of times where yeah. I've been like, man, like, I don't know if I should keep doing this. And I have a lot of times where I'm like, all right, cool. I see myself, you know, I, I'm, I'm that guy. Man. Yeah. Maybe I so, got that confidence, you know. But I would say, like, the most memorable one was probably, it had to be Nationals, man. So, yeah. Just a quick little story about what happened. So, I, what happened? Um, the sixty. I went for nationals for the sixty and the two hundred. Okay. This past season. Yeah, it's okay. last year. Right. Last year. Okay. So you know, all year I was training for the sixty. I was you know praying to God for the sixty. I was you know doing my extra research on what should I do. You know my my times just wasn't really there. But I made I made it to nationals for the sixty. Right. Um, prelims come. You know. And uh, I'm like, this is it. Like, let's go ahead and run. Right. Came out the box, and I tripped, man. 
I tripped, Man. got to the finish line, I got second, you know, I didn't make finals. Right. So I, I promise you when I crossed the line, I realized I didn't make finals. I said, I, I'm done. I, I quit, like, in my head, I had quit. Like, I said, right. man, I, like, I just did all this work. Imagine work working. Well, you know, you know the pain of, of working so yeah. hard for so long, and then you finally get to the moment, and it just crumbles in your face, man. I, man, I was, I promise you, I went, to, I went back to the team camp, and I cried, bro, and I said, I'm done. I quit, like, mm-hmm. I just put in so much work, and it didn't really, you know, work out. So, I'm done. And then everybody's saying, you know, keep your head up. You still got 200, right, right. Like 200 prelims coming up. And I'm looking at Stacy. I'm like, man, I'm done. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't, I don't want to run no more. So I had a quick conversation with God. You know, I, you know, I, I feel like he brought me there. So it's only right, you know, to you know, talk to him, you know. Right. And, and I, you know, it's, I just heard a voice just say, just, just run. Just, just run, bro. You ain't got yeah. nothing else to lose. Just just run this, quit after you leave Nationals. Like, that's that's the voice I was going through my head. Quit after you leave. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just make it through Nationals. He's basically saying. So I ran into one of the final, I mean, I'm sorry, I ran into one of the prelims. Yeah. And I had ran so crazy. I had I had eased up on the last five meters. Damn. I, up, <laughs> I can show you the video, I can show you the picture of everything. I can tell you, everybody right. can tell you. I eased the last five meters. I was ranked first. In the 200 meters going into the finals. <laughs> so, you know, if I would have quit, you know, I. You wouldn't know the outcome. Boy. Exactly. So, you know, now when I had, you know, when I had tripped on the blocks and I had finished, I felt like that was the lowest point of my career. Right. That was probably the lowest I've ever felt. I've, you know, looking back on everything, I probably, that was the darkest space I was in. And I had an hour to clear, to clear that up. You know, mm-hmm. some people who have like days, months, you know, yeah. going these breaks. I had an hour to clear that up. Right. Exactly. So, so that should just tell you one, the power of God, and two, yep. you know, just, just what I had to go through. So the next day, you know, um, was the 200 final. So I'm just in my head. I'm still kind of like you know a little bummed out about the 60, but I just hear God saying, you know, just run it, man. Just quit, quit when you get back. Just, just quit when you get back. Mm-hmm. You know, give, give your all in this race. So you can say you gave your all to the very end, right. you know. So you just quit when you get back. You know, we we got to the line for the two in the final, and I won. Hey. So <laughs> now I'm a national champion. You know, now I feel like I'm a, I'm top of the, I'm on top of the world. Right. You know, I felt that was probably you know the greatest greatest moment in my career. You know, I was winning that, and and I just I was very happy I didn't quit. I was very happy I. I ended up running because now I can say I'm a national champion. Right. But, you know, I, it was crazy, you know, for me to say, you know, less than 24 hours before the biggest race of my life, I had quit in my head. Right. So, yeah, so that was just, that's just a little story about that. Man, that was crazy. <laughs> that's what's up. So, basically, it seems like you learn from, you learn from your low to get a high point in your life. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it happened less than a day apart. Um, the lowest point to the highest point happened less than a day apart. Usually, a lot of athletes have the lowest part when they, you know, get injured or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting injured is pretty tough because, like, you never know if you're going to run again or you're going to be the same yeah. when you get back. That's so, I just only can imagine, you know, knock on wood, but I haven't had an injury, you know, that, yeah, that nah, bad sure. yet to be scared to even know when I'm going to run again or be able to perform again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What, what about you? 
Sometimes it doesn't matter how much work you put in, you gotta be thankful that yeah. you can do what other people can do sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, you yeah. gotta be happy that yeah. you gotta put that work in. Cause at the end of the day, like, you can be anywhere, you can be doing anything. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. You know, I always try to tell myself, be grateful for the little things, man. Mm-hmm. You know, be grateful I can walk, you know, be grateful yeah. I can put my, my 10 toes on the floor, man. For sure, so definitely. I always, you know, try to. Always remember that little thing, cause you know somebody, somebody out there that's wishing they could be in my shoes. Right. You know somebody out there that's wish that have the same goals as me. You know, but I'm just blessed enough, you know, to receive them at the point of my life. You know, when I, when I, when I want them or when I should get them. You know, it's, you know, it's always, it's always something out there for you to be grateful for. So like, I always, I always, you know, try to, you know, humble myself before I give. You know, that's one of my probably one of my biggest fears to get humble, mm-hmm. man, cause. You know, I'm not saying that humble, getting humble is a setback, but it's, you know, getting humble is, you know, is a reality check to show you where you are in your life, where you need to be, you know, it's it's very, very humbling to get humble. For sure. So, I know you talked about having that balance as an athlete between yeah. your personal life and then your athletic life. So, how do you, um, well, how about this? If you were a coach... And you're coaching your own team. How yeah. would you tell like your athletes to do that? You know, what what advice would you give your athletes to do that? <laughs> From my college experience, man, <laughs> leave them girls alone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel that. Like, like for real, like I've seen firsthand how you know worrying about you know a relationship or worrying about you know, love or anything like that can really mess up your mental, man. Like, mm-hmm. like I've seen, seen firsthand, I've been in situations like that where, you know, my mental wasn't fine because I was, I'm stressed out about, you know, a woman or, you know, yeah. stressed out about my, my lover or whatever the case may be. You know, I was performing how I should. Right. And also, don't date in the team because now you got to see this person in practice every single day. Man. <laughs> like, I'm so glad I'm in a relationship with someone who's not affiliated with the track team. Like, I'm telling you, bro, God, like, bro. That's one of the worst mistakes I, I probably made. You know, I'm, I'm happy that I found that person. You know? Right. I'm happy and I'm, and I'm blessed to say that I, you know, I love somebody for a time period. But at the same time, man, that cost, you know, it came with a cost. So I would say, you know, just really, really, um, trying to look you know, look for love, for love or you know anything like that or se- separate work business you know separate business from your love life you yeah, know if, you, if you're here to you know to run track you know focus on track don't focus on 
focus on love or don't let that get in between that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, separate business from from your personal life. Um, what was, you said? Uh, what was uh, what would, if I was a coach? Yeah, so like, if you was a coach, how would you like? What would you tell your athletes to do? Like, I know you talked about relationships and everything, yeah. not like their um, team, but also like because I feel like as a coach, we coaches need to check on athletes' mental yeah, health. Yeah. So like, how would you do it for your athletes? How would you make sure like their mental health is good and everything? Um, I'll say like, uh, yeah, was definitely. No, I know Stacy. He had us like like meditating in the beginning of the year. Like, yeah, as a team. Stacey, remember that? Yeah, Stacy. Yeah, did and you know, like a lot of I would really like have like a lot of therapy. Not not therapy, but like just mental health like checkups or something like that. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, I know a, a lot of our athletes, like you know, a lot of people in this team are going through you know these 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 emotional journeys like that yeah. you know the coach doesn't know about sometimes right so right. i feel like you know really attending to you know mental health instead of like like before like 10 minutes before practice yeah all right let's like you know let's meditate or let's you know let's take some time and just relax it can be or let's just take some time and have fun you know let's take, yeah. take some time you know laugh you know make some jokes or whatever the case may be just to you know just to breathe you know mm-hmm. when you're serious all the time when you're working so hard all the time when you you know, when you, you come robotic, you know, things just start, things things don't work out like, like how you want to. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I feel like as a coach, you just need, need to be very aware that you're, coach, you're coaching human beings. You know, you're not right. coaching numbers. You're not coaching dollar signs. You're coaching human beings. Right. And these human beings can't give you dollar signs, you know, if they're not working. You know, they're not working right. So, you know, like really just focusing, you know, checking up on them. I know Stacy sometimes, you know, texts for me when he sees that I'm having a bad day or he can see in my face yeah. that I just physically wasn't there. And he'll text me like, you good? Yeah. Are you all right? You know, and it's half the time it was about my car. <laughs> yeah. Half the time it was about relationship, you know. And so, yeah, um, I would say, you know, just checking up on your athletes, man. Checking up. Yeah, even, even the athletes that's not, you know, you know, not the best on the team, you know. Even so checking up on them. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Sure, like, because they're probably, you know, going through something, you know, 10 times harder than, mm-hmm. you know, your favorite athlete. Or the fact that you're not even giving them attention might be what's going on in their life that, you know, they, they're they not happy with. So, you know, you just check up on them. Now they, they can become a better athlete just because you said how you're doing, you know. A right. Lot of, a lot of coaches really don't pay attention to some athletes because these good athletes are outshining, outshining you know, some other athletes. So, I've... I've always, you know, been the type of person to always, you know, talk to everybody, you know, even, yeah. even, you know, person the cross country guys, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. The distance guys, you know, spreaders of distance really don't, you know, yeah, really, right. yeah, you so, see what I'm yeah, saying? Nah, no, but, yeah, um, so. yeah I, I just feel like, you know, you always got to check in with everybody on the team, man, and like, just like how we just talk about the whole podcast, you know, mental health, it goes a long way, and there's a lot yeah. of factors that go into it, you know, a lot of things every day that you don't even know. You know, Stacy could be overlooking somebody every single day, mm-hmm. and this person might not see it, but you know they're going through it. So now they're not feeling good. Now they're not you know performing the way Stacy wants them to perform. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? I don't mean, okay, Stacey not doing none of this. I'm no, just, I see. I'm just saying there's a Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, definitely, man. It's, it can be that simple, like, hey, how you doing? Exactly. That can actually uplift someone's day. Like, definitely, man. Yeah. They don't know what's going on in everybody's life. Exactly. Yeah, man. It, just get this clear. Stacey, yeah, he's, he's a great coach, man. He, <laughs> he's, he's good. Just to say it on the air. Stacey, he's, 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 he's doing pretty decent for a coach. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know if I can coach with this. Man, it's a lot that goes to it, bro. Just, like, it's, it's a lot of things you gotta do. Patience, for sure. Patience, yeah. I remember I went to my old high school, and it was like, man, you should try coaching up here. I was like, <laughs> man. I, I was like, man, I, 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 I need patience for that. Yeah, it's like a lot of different attitudes that you gotta, like, deal with. Exactly. And then, like, if you're a girls coach, like, man, it's just, this is so much you gotta just deal with, man. I know, like, I was looking back on our team, and I was reflecting, I was just putting myself, you know, in the coach's part, like, in his coach's shoes, and just thinking, like, like, man, he, he dealing with this guy, this guy, this guy, <laughs> yeah. and this person mad because they hungry, you know, or after a track meet, everybody looking at Stacy, or not Stacy, but just the coach, you know. Where the food at? Man, you know? it's like having kids. And, and having kids. <laughs> exactly. It's like having 50 kids. I just, I couldn't even yeah. imagine being a coach, bro. So I, I give a lot of respect to coaches out there, you know. Even, I give lots of respect to the good ones. Because, yeah. you know, for you to do that and to be good, bro, like, man, the amount of patience you got is crazy. And then go home to your own life. And right. bring some real kids in your wife. Definitely. <laughs> man. Not for sure. So, so, last thing. Well, Second last question, because I just thought about this. So, as a coach, do you feel like, from a coach's perspective, they need that mental health like clearance yeah. too? Like, yeah, I didn't think about that. You know, I was like, damn, I didn't think about coaches need that mental health. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. Like, you just made me think about it too. And I think, I think probably yes, because like, because they're a the person that you, if if they having a bad day, mm-hmm. you know, it's it might be. A bad day for you too, cause like Excellent. you might say, "All right, y'all got five four hundreds. You got to run in, in forty nine seconds each time." You know, like now you you finna kill me because you have the bad thing. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, I, I really feel like you know the coaches really have to be in control of their emotions. I, right. I feel like they really have to, you know, be disciplined in a lot of aspects. You know, not that you know that discipline is not common. It's rare. You know, it's it's hard, man. I feel like they probably the main ones that need to need to see you know sports psychologists or something like that. Cause yeah. man, I couldn't even imagine if the coach having fifty kids. <laughs> man, I would go crazy. <laughs> I definitely. And all the fifty kids remember you. You might not remember all the fifty kids, but they gonna remember man. you, and they gonna be expecting some money from you or some type of guidance. Facts. So, man. So, after everything with your athletic journey, when it comes to mental health and everything, what are some lessons you've learned how to better yourself as an athlete and how to better your mental? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like I've learned a really, really important lesson that I've learned is that I'm human. You know, I've learned that. That's you know, important. I'm not invincible, you know, I do have yeah. to break a point, you know, I do need to give myself time to heal, time to rest, time to, you know, really 
you know, regenerate or whatever the case may be. Because, you know, coming out of high school, I feel like I can do it all. You know, I'm tough. I'm big and bad. I'm bold. I can, yeah. you know, you can't break me, you know. But, you know, coming to college, man, it's a very humbling experience, man. It will break you down, spit you out, and, you know, keep going. And ask for, for $25,000 the next day. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure, man. Like, you know, you just... I feel like, you know, through this whole process of, you know, being in college, you know, running track and everything, I've learned that I'm human. And I have to respect that. And I have to, I have to play, play by the rules. You know, I can't mm-hmm. you know, skip steps in my life. I have to take every day, day by day. I have to, you know, keep God in my life. I can't even deviate from, uh, from, from a day, you know. I have to, you know, I have to stay constant, stay constant yeah. in my prayer life. I have to keep the word first. I have to, you know, stay focused, you know, because one, somebody's out there is probably working harder than you, you know, it's somebody out there that's probably, you know, better than you, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a thousand things can be happening, man, it's just, I, I, I always have to remember that, you know, I'm human and I gotta accept, I have to accept that, and I feel like once I, I accepted that, you know, I, I accepted failure, I accepted myself to be able to grow, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the best coming in. So accept being where I'm at in my life, because once you accept where you're at in your life, you know you know you can get better. You know once you know where you're at, once you know where you want to be, mm-hmm. you see the space you need to you know you know grow into. So you know once you see that, you you can work towards it every day. You know I I know where I want to be in my life. So every day I'm I'm asking myself, you know, am I working towards this goal? Am I am I there yet? Am I you know am I even close? You know how long is it gonna take? What extra effort can I give? You know so that's. So that's something that I've, you know, been a lesson that I've learned. Definitely. Definitely, man. So, I feel like for me personally, as a lesson as an athlete, you got to learn how to have fun. Yeah. And also understand that as an athlete, there are no moments that, there are no moments in competition that define you it's the moments that you do as a person. Mm-hmm. So, not having that whole um, sort of that whole tag of being an athlete, you know, yeah. as you as a person, that's how you define yourself. Mm-hmm. Then also just give it to God. You know, God knows what He's doing. Yeah, you gotta trust God in the moments where they may look the hardest. The moments that like do seem unclear. Like God yeah. knows what He's doing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like man. It's really a, a spiritual journey, you know. It's right. it's really it's really gonna challenge your your faith, man. It's really going it's gonna either have you, you know, to really deep dig deep in the word, you know, to find out what God is trying to tell you. Or it's gonna have you, you know, to run, run away from it, you know, and you for for you to fall down, you know, for you to you know, go through something Definitely. to draw you back into the word, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, yeah, that's that's really been the story of my life. I've been doing kinda of both. For sure. And you know, it's it's, it's allowed me to be where I'm at today, and I'm very thankful for that. And I'm grateful, and I and I just I want to keep going higher, you know. So definitely. So at the end of each episode, what I like to do with all the guests, I like to ask them what's something that they do love about themselves, because this channel is all <laughs> about love and self love. How we can create a life that enables us to love ourselves. You know what's so crazy, Chris? I feel like this is the one thing that I can say about you. That you do love yourself, man. Like I can look at you, you got to, man. and I and I know, like like Chris, you know, you you proud of yourself, man. Me and Armani was talking about that the other day too. How you know, like 
you know, Chris Gadsden, like, you know, he's, he's proud of himself. You know, he's, he's happy. You know, not, that's something I'm, I admire about you, man. I would. But uh, one thing I, that I say I love about myself, uh, um, man, I'm me. Like, I've, I've never changed who I am for anybody, man. Is either you gonna like me or you're not gonna like me either. So man, <laughs> definitely. It's, it's, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be ten toes in any situation. You know, I'm always gonna be. I'm always gonna smile. I'm always gonna make some jokes. I'm always gonna be cool, laid back. You know, I'm. I'm always gonna be me in any situation. And I really, I really don't care who don't like it, man. It's you know, God made me to be happy. He didn't make. He didn't make you. He didn't make you to be happy for me. You know, it's, I'm not really worried about anything. I'm just really happy that I'm able to love myself, man. I'm just, it's always going to be me in any situation, bro. Definitely, man. Well, thanks for coming on this episode today, man. I really appreciate it. And it was cool learning another athlete's side of mental health and yeah. how that affects them during their competition as well, man. Yeah, sure, for sure. I'm glad you, you had me on the show, man. This, this, I really had fun. I really did. Of course, man. Definitely. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. And come back for the next episode. Hey everyone, thanks for watching Jamil, and if you love this episode, make sure you let me know how you guys feel about the episode in the comments, and also, let me know any ideas for any future episodes you want me to go over, send topics to my social medias also. Thank you, and enjoy.